Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation as usual as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Right, here we go. What you think about Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and if you enjoyed our opening music, it's called Clarion Call by the Mark Arneson Band featuring Maya Dore, and you can download that on any of your uh, favorite music platforms. Again, it's called Clarion Call. For those of you that are new to our show, Alzheimer's Speaks has been around since 2011, and we believe we're the first radio station um, dedicated strictly to dementia and caregiving, which is kind of exciting. And the reason we started was my own mom lived with dementia for 30 years, and I thought there had to be a way to connect people to great services, products, and tools all around the world. And I know I wasn't finding them back in the day uh, when I was dealing with her journey and um, wanted to make that a little bit easier. So here, on Alzheimer's Speaks, we want to raise everyone's voice um, and, and do that in an equal fashion. So that is people living with the diagnosis, family and friends, uh, professionals who care and serve them, advocates and researchers and more. Now, today is an open mic where we invite everyone and anyone who has something dementia to talk about uh, and share with us. That might be a project that you are working on. Maybe it's a, a service or a tool or a book. Uh, maybe it's a community, a research project. Uh, maybe you see a need that hasn't been addressed and you have some ideas. Uh, maybe you just have a question regarding dementia and, and want to pose it. So feel free to call in. That number is 323 870 4602. That's 323 8704602 and as usual i want to thank our listeners because without you you would be we would be nothing and your likes your clicks and your shares we really appreciate pushing us out on facebook and twitter and linkedin and lord only knows where else there's so many social media avenues these days but we really do appreciate it we feel strongly that you know if people know there are resources they'll grab them and so sometimes uh, we have people in our own sphere that are dealing with dementia, maybe personally, maybe it's a friend or a neighbor or a coworker, but they don't know where to go. And we want to be that safe place where they feel comfortable, where we can build that sense of community and collaboration and comfort to really win this battle and not make anyone feel bad about um, having a disease or dealing with a disease. Now, November, uh, some of you may or may not know, is Alzheimer's Awareness Month. It's also National Caregivers Month. So, again, it's a wonderful time to be able to call in 
at 323-870-4602 and talk with us about that. I always like to mention some of our past shows and what's coming up. So we just had a fascinating conversation with Larry Nysenson from Genworth, and he talked about Care Scout, and we talked about caring and careers in COVID, and the hour just blew by. So uh, that was, again, just Tuesday when we talked about that. Uh, the following or the, the previous uh, week, we had Roz Jones on, and we talked about uh, caregiving, too, and what's, you know, what's kind of a time frame for some of those important things that you need to get in line um, right away uh, so that you're protected. And then we also had IBM on, uh, one of their lead researchers, talking about speech patterns and artificial intelligence in Alzheimer's, which was cool. Uh, and I, I'll mention one other past one. There's a film called Determined, which is just going to hit the the um, film festivals. And we had the director and the producer out, which was really fun. They followed three families around for several years, and it's it's pretty fascinating um, film. So watch for that. Maybe that can come to your community. Uh, and then next week, we're going to be talking with dementia-friendly Winona, Minnesota, which I'm excited for. And we are also going to talk with Erin Blight, who has uh, Caregiving Kinetics, which is uh, quite an interesting concept as, as well. And he just published a, a book. Um, I always like to give a shout out to and I want to do that to a to a few organizations here. One is Artist Senior Living of Maplewood, Minnesota. They now have a memory cafe, and anyone is able to attend that. It's the third Wednesday of the month from 1 to 2 p.m. Central Time, and you can call them to register at 612-200-0500. Zero five zero six. That's six one two two zero 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 five zero six. I also have another uh, memory cafe, which is also virtual, and we do that. That's with uh, Arthur's uh, Senior Living, and um, we have our Arthur's Memory Cafe on the second and the fourth Wednesday of each month, and we go from about one to. Up usually around 2.30 in the afternoon. And you can just reach out to me to, to get more information um, regarding those two virtual cafes or go to um, memorycafedirectory.com and you can find out a ton more information uh, regarding um, all of them in the U.S. And he actually, Dave actually has those coordinated for five different countries. Now I see we have a couple of callers on the line. So I am going to stop with my shout outs right now and we're going to pivot and hear what's going on. So I think this is Paul Ann who is uh, calling in from a 9676 number. Paul Ann, is that you? Yes, it is. Wonderful. Do you want to tell people just a little bit about yourself and then I'll also pull in Jackie because um, I know you guys wanted to talk together. So, um, but okay. why don't you just introduce yourself and tell people a little bit about yourself? Would be great. Okay. Um, my name is Paul Ann Gordon, and I am have been living with uh, vascular dementia for nine years ago. I was diagnosed, and I am very active as an advocate. I, I am involved with a, an organization that I'm very proud to be a member of, and that's Dementia Action Alliance, which is an advocacy national advocacy organization that 
is doing wonderful work. So we're here to share a little bit of that today with you. Wonderful. Thank you. Paul Ann, for those of you that don't know, is also part of Dementia Chats, which is a panel I facilitate of the true experts, uh, those living with dementia. And uh, her insights are, are just wonderful. And I know you'll hear more about those in just a minute. But let me go ahead and pull Jackie in. Um, Jackie, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Um, I'm Jackie Pinkowitz, a past caregiver for my mom and my father-in-law who had Alzheimer's and co-founder of Dementia Action Alliance and current board chair. Um, I'm so glad that we have the opportunity to share with your audience, Lori, that we decided because COVID was causing so much social isolation that we created two online virtual programs via Zoom, and one program is for individuals living with dementia at home, and the other one is for those who are residents in assisted living. And each of them, um, if you go on daanow.org, you can see on the main first page, to the far right, it says online programs. If they click on that, they will find two different calendars for people at home and those in assisted living. And what we decided to do is we decided to go from mid-October to mid-December with some really interesting things that people can get involved with, dance and sports club or cooking or poetry, sing-along, storytelling. So we really... You know, we really believe that it's so important for people to be able to remain connected and continue their friendships, um, even if it has to be virtually on Zoom. So I appreciate you letting us share that, Lori. Oh, no, it's absolutely needed. People are dying for connections out there. And, you know, I was talking with Dave with the Memory Cafe the other day, and I think there's only about... 70 that have actually gone virtual when you think of all the memory cafes that are out there you know there's almost a thousand of them that mm-hmm. he's tracking and in as much as is going on with zoom and different you know platforms with google and things like that more is needed and i think um back and and paul and you can probably comment on this but i remember when everyone used to poo poo the Zoom um, gatherings mm-hmm. because people with living with dementia have been doing this for a long, long time. That's, because, right. That's right. And so what, why don't you talk a little bit about that and the importance of those connections and that they are real relationships and connections. They absolutely are. And one of the things that it's interesting that you said a lot of people didn't, you know, use Zoom Actually, Dementia Action Alliance began using Zoom from the moment we came together because everyone was all over the country, Lori. So it was our way of connecting and having, you know, discussion groups and all of our meetings online, which meant that it wasn't quite as difficult for people to kind of transition into the online programs because we were all so used to it. Um, not you know, not newbies, but rather very used to doing it that way. Yep. And and Paul, I, from 
yeah, I'd love I'd love you to jump in from a person with dementia perspective and what it's meant. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's an incredible idea. There are actually two tracks to this program. There is one track that is developed for individuals living at home and there is a whole other session group of, of activities and sessions that are designed uh for people people living in assisted living communities. So, and the the topics are different, you know, for the different uh audiences. So I think it's very interesting, and we have them twice a, I think they're twice a day, and right now they're running Monday through Saturday without, and they're not having one on, is it Wednesday? Right, no no Wednesday, that's right. Mm-hmm. No, no Wednesday. But the, uh, the other track, too, is for assisted living homes, and I think that that is really uh, a very critical issue right now because there are so many people who are so isolated because of the restrictions in the assisted living homes right now in terms of visitation. And activities have been extremely limited uh, compared to what they used to be in, in these assisted living homes. And so we're trying to kind of help bridge that gap to the extent that we can. Which right. is really critical, especially when we've got another COVID surge, um, you know, and it's not just hot spots. I mean, the whole U.S. is a hot spot right now. So yeah. um, being able to um, to help out in those situations is, is really important. I have a question for you. For, you know, the, the ones at home, is it just for the person with dementia or can their care partner be part of that? And um, their care partner... Their care partner can absolutely be part of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And for the ones in communities, can family Mm -hmm. participate in those as well? And and we haven't seen any family members, Lori, because a lot of the families haven't been allowed to visit in the assisted Mm -hmm. living. You know, but um, they they do. uh, We do have the um, staff member, or you know, more than one if they want. To come with them, yeah. Okay. To come the on reason, with them. Okay. The reason I ask, and this is just a kind of food for thought, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Cindy Lewinsky um, down in Colorado with Dementia Together, but they do their memory cafes, and, um, you know, they do them in some communities, but the families beam in and are part of it. And she shows mm-hmm. me a clip of one where, Uh, the husband and the daughter and the grandchildren all participated and they were just beaming because they saw their loved one was happy and engaged. And so that might be something to consider asking communities to say, uh, and again, I don't want to change your programming on you, but just food for thought that this might be a great possibility to engage families as well in part of this because being able to see those, pictures and interactions or being able to say hi or whatever in those moments. Um, I mean, they're just precious and people are missing those. And so any way we can, we can connect people um, to me is always a, is a good fashion, but just something um, just kind of food for thought. Cause I did see that. And when I see cool things, I always like to pass them on to, to our listeners and our, our callers and our guests. 
Um, oh, I, I think, think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful idea, Lori. Yep, I'm absolutely going to get on it. <laughs> <Good>. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that can't hurt, you know, and it, and at least That's then right. it allows the community too to give another option to families. So when families are feeling disconnected. You know, they can say, well, you know, there's also this. You know, we're trying. We're trying to get creative and, um, right. and still, right. still meet the needs. Um, Cindy had, uh, the governor had come to visit to kind of see what they were all about. And she said it, it just so happened that she, they had just had that meeting. And she, she showed um, those clips to the governor of Colorado. And he was just amazed because he could see. Wow. You know, the husband mm-hmm. was just about in tears. He was so happy because they were doing some music, and the wife was clapping and she was smiling, and you could see the the daughter and the granddaughters, you know, just you know, looking really close at grandma, and it was it was just really cool. As a as a person who doesn't know any of them, and of course I I cry easy, but I got very teary eyed just watching it. It was just very powerful, very that powerful. Is powerful. Yeah. Pauline, now, did you want to mention one new resource that um, Lori might be interested in in her audience? Raising the bar? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would very much like to talk about Raising the Bar. Raising the Bar is a practice guide that was that we developed for assisted living communities in conjunction with, it was DAA, it was a collaborative uh, project with DAA and the Eden Alternative. And there were so many, the key, that one of the things that is so unique about this project is the fact that so many people with dementia were involved in the development of the manual. There were, um, there was a very, very scientific model that was used, and there were many, many people from around the country that were involved, people with dementia, people without dementia that were involved in the development of this manual. So I think that's one of the things that makes it really unique. And um, this was this is a, a this manual was also I'm a co-editor with Lori Schur, and this is one of the first manuals we published that has been edited by um, people living with dementia. And I think that that's really critical to know that the perspective of people living with dementia was heavily in influencing this publication. It is definitely a person-centered document. It is that's what it really is. It's person and relationship-centered dementia support that we're offering. Well, that's so fantastic. It, it is fantastic. It's. Uh, I think that people are really going to like it. It is very explicit, and it is very active. It is all written in a very active format. Um. And positive, and the unique thing about it is it really focuses on the needs of the residents in the assisted living home it is It is geared uh, from their perspective, not from the perspective of the administration mm-hmm. and what their needs are well i I love that um well, you know me i I love raising the voice of of those living with the disease because I think you guys have a much better handle on what the heck's going on and what the needs are than the rest of us are appearing in the window and thinking we got it all figured out. So I love that there's that combination and that you picked the Eden alternative because they just do such a fantastic job to begin with. I mean, they really get that whole relationship based, 
care and, you know, one size doesn't fit all and things need to be customized and personalized um, within. Um, so that is, that is really neat. Jackie, can you talk about how that relationship um, even came about to, to develop that? Oh, but, well, that's interesting because DAA and Eden Alternative have had a collaborative relationship for a really long time. And for a long time, we were talking about, you know, wouldn't it be wonderful to create a series, um, not just for assisted living, but for other settings as well. And we decided we would start with assisted living. The thing that makes it so, I think, valuable is that, as Paul Ann said, you know, it was really focused on relationships and matters, what matters, what's important, what's relevant to the residents in the assisted living communities. So I think um, we actually would like to continue the series, but uh, this is the first one out, and uh, we're very excited about it. Now, one question people might ask is, you know, why did you start with assisted living and not memory care? Was there a a logic behind that? I'm sure there was, or or, a reasoning? Yeah, we wanted, you know, we wanted to have kind of get the kinks out of the model (laughs) Mm -hmm. before going into, you know, the, the total memory care. And this was an opportunity for us to really examine assisted living from multiple perspectives. Residents who, you know, are living with, you know, cognitive challenges, but also those who are living there who um, at the same time deserve to have, you know, person-centered, relationship-based, what matters to me, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, of services. So, so that's how it began. Yeah. Sure. Anything you want to add on that, Pauline? Um, no, I think Jackie covered that pretty well. I do want to let people know that um, this guide is currently on sale up until, let's see, November 20th. If you order it by November 20th, there is a, a $50, $50 savings on the price, and it is um, available. Um, you can go uh, online to get this to Eden Alternative, actually. Mm-hmm. Do we have it on our website, a link to uh, Jackie, or is it just on not, Eden Alternative? Not yet. Right, Eden Alternative, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That's where they would need website. to go to purchase the, the, yeah. the book. It's available both in a print version and in a downloadable online version. Okay, and what is what is the title of it again? It's called Raising the Bar. Creating a Better Society in Which to Live with Dementia. Okay, wonderful. Um, I just want to make a comment about starting in assisted living because, I, again, I think people will go, well, why didn't, why didn't you start in memory care? Um, but I, I love that you started in assisted living, and the reason I love that you started with assisted living is assisted living has a lot of people with, uh, with dementia that may or may not be diagnosed living there. Um, who are right. still independent, maybe living, you know, with a, a loved one or maybe living just independently themselves, getting some services, but still social and, and out there. And I think it's a wonderful way to um, get the conversation going, because I think that's a conversation that needs to be talked about more in assisted living, that people don't shouldn't be fearful 
if they are having some issues with that. You know, they should get diagnosed, they should get addressed, and they shouldn't be embarrassed if they end up with a diagnosis. We have to be more compassionate. We have to educate people better because I don't think people even understand how standoffish they can be. And many um, people in assisted living and in senior care will tell you, um, because I've heard this for years, even, you know, I've been in this space about 10, but I was in real estate in the senior communities for 25 before that. um, And that was my specialty. And even back then, so that was like 35 years ago, um, until now, I'm still hearing the same thing, that some of the people living in those buildings are the most discriminatory against their own because they get fearful of seeing it and they get worried that it could happen to them and yet no one's having these conversations. So I think, you know, training staff and having conversations amongst the communities themselves, I think is really helpful to, to help reduce those fears. And, you know, and, and, you know, it it also allows people to, to find out that, Oh gosh, Joe's, Joe's got dementia. I didn't know. That's right. You might not know. I mean, look at Pauline. If you met, if you if you ran into Pauline on the street, you wouldn't know she has dementia. And listening to her on the radio, you wouldn't know that she's been living with with vascular dementia for nine years. And there are a lot of people out there in that same category. And yet, you know, we make comments and we act differently, and we just we all have to be a little bit more conscious. Um, of well, what you we know, Lori, what we before, before the COVID, uh, DAA was going around to a lot of different assisted living communities around the country, and we brought our great experts like Paul Ann and those living with dementia, and we had caring community conversations that was in person, and so all the residents could hear from, you know, two of the people living with dementia, but more importantly, they could also interact with them after we ex- talk, talked about different things. And it really, it was really a positive, an incredibly positive experience for a lot of the residents. Because one resident came over to us and said, you know, my husband listened to everything you all said. And this is the first time in years that he has said, I think I might have some symptoms. And she was yep. in tears. She was she was just so relieved. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was okay. It was it was okay to talk about it and to think about That's living right. in fear like that. And we all know yep. what fear can do to our health. And Paula, and you can probably add to this, but um, you know, I would uh, what I hear from everybody is fear a lot of times triggers more symptoms. Is that yes, are, definitely. Do you think that? Yeah. And yes. so yeah. So we got to remove that. <laughs> so we got to get on top of that. I love that you guys were going around having those conversations because they are so extremely important, um, and they are so impactful. You know, to to hear somebody be able to come up and <clears throat> and really come out <clears throat> and not be afraid. And, um, right. It's it's amazing what can happen when we have when we have those conversations. So. Uh, again, I think it's uh, wonderful 
the work that uh, Dementia Action Alliance is doing. And again, you can go to daanow.org. That's daanow.org to find out more information. Um, you know, and they do a lot of stuff. I mean, they they've got a podcast. They do. Why don't Why don't you guys say, talk a little bit about what else you guys do? Because you guys do a lot. Um, and so even though the online programs that you're talking about are really important and they're new and the raising the bar is new, there's a, there's a lot of other things that people can get involved with. And one of them might be, Hey, you got a little cash on the side and you want to donate, um, you know, they're a nonprofit and you can help in that way too. But Pauline, why don't you talk about some of the other things that DAA is involved with? Well, uh, one of the things that we're involved with, one of the programs we have is a program called Dementia Discussions, and it's really a wonderful program. We gather people with um, living with dementia and their care partners on Zoom, and we have meetings once a week on various topics of interest to people living with dementia, and it's a wonderful time for people to gather and support each other and become educated about, we've had conversations about uh, the rights of people living with dementia. We've had speakers come on that have talked about, um, you know, um, adult protective services, you know, preparing final documents, all kinds of topics that are of uh, uh, importance to people living with dementia. Mm-hmm. That's one of the programs that we have that is, is really wonderful. Well, and we I also love put together, for... oh, oh, yeah. I, Lori, I, I wanted gonna... to tell you that we did drop in with Dr. Susan during this COVID time. She's absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful on our board of directors, and she's kind and caring. And we do it, um, you know, on Tuesdays so that people can go and, and just talk with her and be open-hearted, you know, and it, it's really terrific. And on Fridays, we have Faith, Hope, and Love chats. So we have a lot going on <laughs> during yep. the week, that's for sure. <laughs> well, and that's fantastic. I mean, that's what's needed. And, uh, you know, that we, as much as you guys have going on, you know, there's there's a lot of other organizations doing things too. Uh, but it's still not enough. Still not enough. There's there's a lot of people dealing with this, and there's a lot of people that still don't know about all these great services. So, you know, if you're listening, share share this episode, and uh, you know, share the link to daanow.org so that people can find these services. They're critical. And again, you know, they're talking uh, about how they've adapted to be virtual. So. You don't have to be in any state or city to be able to be part of these groups, um, and that is huge. And you can participate, you know, if you have a, a, a smartphone, an iPad, a computer, you know, that has, has video and audio. Um, it's pretty slick, and it's, it's pretty simple. I know when we first started um, using Zoom way, way back before it was popular, um, one of the things that my, you know, Dementia Chats panelists, um, would say is, hey, if we can if we can figure this out, the rest of the world can too. You know, if we keep being with dementia, yeah. so stop being scared and step in and step up, and and somebody will help you figure out the technology. 
Um, you know, these are compassionate people um, that understand that this stuff can feel scary at first. But, I mean, I've seen repeatedly over in my groups, and I'm sure you have as well, well where people are like, they're so excited and they're so proud when they connect, when they haven't done it before. I mean, they just feel on top of the world. And the next thing out of their mouth is they're going to share it with family or their book club or you know, their their prayer group is something that hasn't connected virtually, and they're going to bring that out because they're like, this is simple, and um, we shouldn't be so scared. You know, we, we should all be stepping up and stepping in. So I Laura, really want to Laura, thank I want, you. One mm-hmm. other thing I just wanted to mention real quick about the, um, about the um, program that Jackie was talking about, the um, program for... Um, <laughs> Jackie, help me. Drop, oh, drop no, Susan. No, drop no, no, no. Dr. Susan, no. Faith, hope, and love. No. No, not The main that program, raise, not raising the bar, the um, Oh, you other mean program. the virtual engagement program. The virtual engagement, yes. Yeah, what yeah. I wanted to mention, mm-hmm. you know, you have to forgive me. I do have to mention, <laughs> but the, um, for the virtual engagement program, I do want to mention that that is a pilot program running through December, and it is free. Mm-hmm. It's charge. Yep. No charge, right, right. Wonderful. And that's a that's a big thing with people's budgets these days. That's right. for sure. So <laughs> Yeah. That makes yeah. a big difference. And you know, right. and you and using Zoom, it's you know, it's an app you can download again and there's no charge, you know, for you to be able to utilize that either. Um, so, you know, they're really trying to take Aaron's trying to take the barriers away <clears throat> and keep keep the accessibility alive there right. so wonderful well anything else that we've missed that we should talk about that DAA is doing well Lori thank you so very much we really we really value your friendship and love to do more collaboration with you um, it's been a heck it's been a hectic few months but I'm I'm so proud being part of this organization because you know we are open-hearted and open-minded and I think you need to be both you know yep yep no I I agree anything else that you want to add Pauline no I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be here today and I hope that um, some people are able to take advantage of you know some of the services we offer I have I have one question that that some listeners might be um, wondering about because um, I know you have, you know, people with dementia on your board and are very active. I know with uh, Lori and Paul Ann and some others, you know, they've worked on everything from websites to projects and things like that. Are you, are you, are you looking for some more, some, you know, more people with dementia to join and help be part of, um, I guess, the voice and the the movement of. DAA, not just a participant in terms of what you have to offer, not that that's not a great thing, but are you looking for for other voices as well and um, people to, to give their time and talent? That would be marvelous. You know, we, I really feel like DAA is a place where they could come and try it, you know, and see if there's something there that's a fit for them. Uh, mm-hmm. We would love it. And yep. um, however, you know, if you wanted to, you know, have them contact me, 
they could do that, whatever whatever way would work. Okay. Um, so, again, and they can get to you by going through DAA. You must have a big contact button there, I would imagine, or if you want to give people your your email address, feel free. Yeah. Okay. It's all lowercase, J Pinkowitz, J-P-I-N-K-O-W-I-T-Z, at gmail.com. And okay. I answer everybody. <laughs> yes, she does. She's very good. Yeah. Talk about talk about an organizer. I don't know what they do without you over there, because you uh, you you keep the 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 glue and the cement between the bricks there holding things together. I swear when it when it comes to organization. So, um, well, thank you both for your time today. I really appreciate it very very much. And again, if we've got listeners out there that want to call in and share what they're doing. Maybe it's not on the level of what DAA is doing. That's okay. Tell us what's working in your home, in you know, with your loved one or the person you're caring for, or maybe what's not working and um, what's making you frustrated and, and ask for some options. You know, we're open to it all. Um, but again, Paul Ann and Jackie, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to to call in and share your wonderful work with DAA. And again, uh, go to daanow.org and you can uh, click on that uh, online programs and find more for those programs in home as well as in a community that are all free right now. And you can go to the Eden Alternative to get that workbook on raising the bar um, which is now on sale as well until I think you said November 20th. So why not take advantage of that? So mm-hmm. again, thank you. Um, thank, thank you so much, Lori. You're more than welcome. Appreciate more it. than welcome. <laughs> Ladies, take care. Um, take thank you. So I want to give a shout out to a um, couple other companies. One is Coral Health. And Coral Health is still allowing people to download their uh, music apps for free during COVID. So you can go to Coral Health, that's C-O-R-O Health.com, C-O-R-O Health.com. And uh, you can download Music First or Coral Faith, which is absolutely um, very exciting uh, to be able to do that. So I, I appreciate organizations really stepping up um, during this time of COVID and helping people stay connected. I also wanted to give a shout out to Healing Moments for Alzheimer's. They are doing a um, program November 12th, and you need to register um, as soon as possible. And it's going to be from 7 to 8.15 p.m., and the cost is $15.00. But they're doing a presentation that is designed to open minds and hearts in new ways to provoke thought by challenging our cultural conditioning about difficult topics that touch many of us and um, that offer hope and consolation to those who are accompanying a loved one on a journey of dementia or diminishing cognitive um, capabilities, uh, such as Alzheimer's disease, Lewy body um, vascular dementia, frontal temporal lobe, et cetera. And you can register. I'm going to give you the, the phone number is 
6811. That's 680-748-4411. And that is extension 811. And you want to talk with the event organizer, Janice Demuth. Um, and again, that's the event organizer, Janet DeMuth there. Um, I also ran across something that looked kind of fun, and it's over in the UK. And the Vamos Theater in UK has an arts in projects um, movement, and they have something called the Wednesday Wave. And it started actually October 14th at 3 o'clock, and it continues till December 16th. So you can go to the Vamos Theater, that's V-A-M-O-S, and then theater, T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot C-O dot U-K. And yes, they spell theater different than we do sometimes. So <laughs> just like they, uh, they have S's for RZs. So you can go ahead and uh, and check that out. I also wanted to just give a shout out. Um, I don't know if any of you have noticed, but we are in the process of launching. We're having a big launch date, November 10th, and I can't tell you what it is. And we've just been leaving some teasers. So I thought it might be fun just to um, kind of rehash some of our teasers. And if any of you think you might know what it is, feel free to uh, to call in if you want. I won't tell you if you're right or not, but you can call in at 323-870-4602. Our first teaser was a month out, and I can't believe how much time has flown because next week is our launch day. Um, and our first teaser said this, Something's brewing in the dementia community that we have never seen before. It's not coffee, but it has the power of caffeine and will give you hope at the same time. You watch for our November 10th announcement. The second one, our second teaser said, does the thought of dementia disturb your sleep and sidetrack your mind during the day? We believe it helps to get through tough times when you feel supported. Watch for our exciting announcement, November uh, 10th. Again, that's just three weeks away. And then um, just the other day on the 3rd, we uh, put a little teaser out that said, what information is necessary for those living with dementia their families, and those providing service to them. Get that information starting November 10th. And then um, we will be, we're going to launch this on Tuesday, the 10th. And so you'll see about three more teasers before we, before we make the announcement. But we are extremely excited about this. And it's been a long, long time coming. So again, if you would like to call in, that number is 323-870-4602. I am going to just take a little break here, and we are going to listen to the Foot Bar Walker. This is, the, if you have anybody out there using a walker um, and you struggle helping them get up um, and sit back down, and you feel maybe you're hurting them by lifting them under their arms, or maybe you're throwing your own back out, um, this 
is a product I think you'll you'll definitely want to take a peek at. Again, it's called the Foot Bar Walker. Introducing the life-changing Foot Bar Walker. I'm Peggy from Danville, Kentucky, and I'm 91 years old. The Foot Bar Walker revolutionized my care of George. The saving that I made from having to put him in a nursing home came to about $192,000. The foot bar walker opens and closes just like a standard walker. The only thing that is different is the top bar and the foot bar. Does that ever make a difference? Does someone you love use a walker? Do they struggle to get up from a seated position? Are you a caregiver dealing with physical pain and stress as you help your patient? The foot bar walker was designed to assist not only the patient, but also the caregiver. Patients have more control standing up, and no lifting from the caregiver is required. See how it works at thefootbarwalker.com. That's the thefootbarwalker.com. Peggy, would you recommend the foot bar walker? Do I ever? I would not be in the health that I'm in today at this age had it not been for the foot bar walker. Well, again, I, that that product is just absolutely, absolutely amazing. And I would uh, highly recommend you check it out. You can just go to thefootbarwalker.com. Um, yeah, I'm going to hang on here a little bit longer. I know I had a couple other people that said that they wanted to call in. I know things change. Um, so uh, I don't want anyone feeling guilty if they can't make it. Um, a couple of things I just want to mention to our audience, um, even though I'm the host of um, Blog Talk Radio, I do do a lot of speaking in virtual presentations. If anyone is looking for support for either staff um, and or families or communities at large. Uh, maybe there's some communities out there that want to pull together a dementia-friendly community. I, I, along with the Lutheran Home Association, uh, launched the first dementia-friendly community in the United States, and um, which is very much fun to see. And there's lots of different ways to be able to do that. You can do that through a grassroots group, uh, like our friend Cindy with uh, Dementia Together. Um, or my Roseville group up here uh, has a wonderful, wonderful group where the city of Roseville actually allows a space on their official city page uh, for our group, which has been absolutely fabulous. And then, of course, there's Dementia Friendly America uh, that typically goes through AAA in every state. And um, we're seeing more and more of that grow all of the time, which is, uh, again, a wonderful, wonderful thing to see. Uh, I just had a friend send me today an article that was uh, from New York and the governor, uh, Christy uh, Nomi, it looks like, uh, made an announcement. She said, so many families struggling as a result of a loved one who is fighting uh, Alzheimer's. And she says, we're gaining ground in the fight against this terrible disease, but there's more work due. And so she said, so today, we're lighting the world teal. So in New York, they are going to light everything up teal. Teal is uh, what the Alzheimer's Foundation of America um, uh, uses um, versus the purple, which we see through the um, Alzheimer's um, uh, the the Alzheimer's organization throughout the country. They they stand apart a little bit different, um, but there's many different organizations out there that are supportive. And um, they've got these beautiful pictures. If you go to lighttheworldteal.com, it's incredible, the pictures that they have um, lit up in teal. It's really quite beautiful. You can catch it on uh, Facebook, I'm sure, too. 
um, out there as well, or go to Alzheimer's uh, Foundation, uh, and you can get get more information off of uh, off of their site uh, too. So, lots of cool cool things going going on. Wanted to give a um, a plug as well uh, to Dementia Quick Tips. Uh, these are just tips that I put together. They're on my um, YouTube channel for, I guess it's just little things I wish somebody would have told me when I stepped into this space. And so that information is, uh, you know, easy to go ahead and grab if you go to Alzheimer Speaks um, uh, YouTube channel for that. We also, there you can see um, a whole list of our dementia chats. Or you can find that even easier, probably going to alzheimerspeaks.com. Go to our project and initiatives page. And if you go to the, um, the dementia chat specifically, you can actually download um, a whole bunch of links that will um, show you all of the videos. But a lot of the videos are listed on our alzheimerspeaks.com um, forward slash dementia chats page as well. We have all different topics from finding uh, meaning and purpose in life to um, critical insights when developing a a dementia-friendly community to dementia-friendly airports and travels, uh, finding balance. Um, There is stuff on dementia and suicide and right to die, dementia in COVID, coping with your new normal that is, uh, you know, is something that is a real struggle for people uh, when they're first diagnosed and, and rightfully so. So you'll find lots of good information there. And um, again, if you'd like to call in, the number is 323-870-4602. That's 323-870-4602. We would uh, absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to some of the groups on Facebook. A lot of people don't know uh, how many resources are on Facebook, and there are a great number of them that you can, you know, belong to. And you don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to publicly share information. A lot of times people will join these groups and they're just kind of voyeurs at first. So you have the Forget-Me-Not group, uh, you have uh, memory people, you have dementia friend, or dementia family friends and caregivers. Uh, there's a group, I'm just going to read through a few of them because, I, again, I think people don't understand how many groups are out there. And like anything, you have to find the one that clicks with you. Um, vascular dementia, living with dementia, joining the dots for dementia. My Dementia Friends, um, Caregivers in the Elder elder Care Community, uh, Living Life with Lisa. Um, she's a hoot. Lisa is living with dementia. She does almost daily um, videos of herself and just is very honest and vulnerable and open about what life is like. There's the Dementia Life Coach. Um, what else? Reimagining Dementia is another group. Uh, again, the, the list just kind of goes on and on. There's Louie body groups. There's uh, FTD groups. Uh, 
You have um, in Arizona, they have a Care Alliance group. There's mild cognitive impairment groups. Um, and, and like with forget-me-nots, they have a lot of subgroups, too, for the different types of dementia, which are, are uh, very important as well. And some of these groups have both um, the people diagnosed as well as care partners, and some have professionals. Uh, some are specific for just certain groups, and you'll find all of those out if you go take a peek and, and look, um, which, again, that's what it's all about, just checking checking things out and seeing what's going to meet your particular needs because we're we're all different and one thing isn't going to meet all of our all of our needs and that's okay uh, it's just like any anything else in life um, I wanted to give out a, a shout to uh, Trish, Trish Lab too she has a new radio show she's launching called A Cup of Comfort. And, you know, if you Google that, you will find information about her. She also has some great uh, a series of books on caregiving that is just uh, absolutely wonderful, too. So you can look at A Comfort in Their Journey as kind of her, her overall um, practice there. And I think you will, you will learn quite a bit um, from that. There is also, um, you know, the, the group called All's Authors, if you're not familiar with them, something to check out. You can find them, you know, by Googling or going to Facebook either way, but they have hundreds of authors now that have written books and they've broken them down into categories. Uh, they also are uh, launching a radio show that they're going to be introducing um, and interviewing various authors. Then there is uh, VibeTech, which is really a cool product that uses vibration to help build muscle. Uh, they just went public and they're raising funds uh, to get more units out and get that tested. But it's uh, it, there's fascinating technology that's going on out there. And then our friends at the Alzheimer's Research and Prevention Foundation they have an online brain longevity therapy training that they're doing that's pretty fascinating and that might be something else too that you would you would like to to check out well i think what i'm going to do is go ahead and sign off at this time i really appreciate everybody's time and again when we have open mic we want to hear from everybody and uh you know because that's how we learn uh, that's how we um, that's how we get hope, and uh, that's what I'm here to do is to raise everyone's voice. So don't be shy. Uh, I know sometimes that happens, but feel free to call in or or just even contact me with questions that you would like answered. If you're not comfortable being live on the show, um, I'm more than willing to do that too. Until next week, everybody, maybe we'll have a president by then. I'm hoping <laughs> we'll talk soon. Take care. Bye now. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.